Hi, today we're going to be talking about a subject that I know matters to you. How do you decide on what career you should pursue with your life? We all want our life to matter. We all want to do work that's going to feed our soul, that's going to give us energy, that's going to make us want to wake up each day and go to a job. But there's some pieces of that that we need to put together. I'm good, I've been helping students for more than 12 years make decisions about their college major, make decisions about how what career they should pursue. Today, I'm going to help you um, make decision about what you should pursue with your life. I'm Jeremiah Gibbs, and this is the Find Your Place YouTube and podcast. This is what we do every day. We talk about vocation, we talk about calling, and we talk about how you can pursue what God is calling you to do with your life. If you want to see more episodes like this, then hit the like button, subscribe to this channel. You can find out more about how you will pursue God's call on your life to a life of work that gives you purpose and meaning. Come back often for stories of how God's calling people into their various work and their careers and how God may be calling you to work in the world as well. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about three factors that every person needs to consider when they're thinking about a career. There's three elements. You have to have all three of them to have the most fulfilling kind of work and, and career, and I want to talk about all three of them right now. you got to pay attention to what you're passionate about. Now, we hear this one a lot, so this one won't come as a surprise, but what are the things that make you want to wake up in the morning? What are the things that you love to do, and what are the things that make you angry? Sometimes we over we overlook the things that make us angry or break our heart, but sometimes those are an indication of how we would pursue our life and how we would uh, pursue God's mission in the world, too. Why are passions so important? It's very simple. Every person that I know, I've never met a person who some part of their job wasn't hard for them to do, who didn't wake up some mornings and go, oh, I don't want to do that thing, because every person has some part of their work that they don't love. So for me, I'm a, I'm a university professor, but I'm an extreme extrovert, like person uh, relationships are what I do. So in the summer when my students go home, that's incredibly hard for me to want to get up and to go to work every day. But why do I get up and go to work? Because I know that in August, a whole new group of freshmen are coming. And for me, those relationships, building new relationships with new students and, and beginning to, to see how God is moving their life and, and nurturing my relationship with them, that's what makes my job wonderful. It's the part that I love. So for me, that passion for that uh, relationship makes it possible for me to go through those long summers when I'm, I'm just in the office doing, doing office work, the parts of my job that I don't love. That's why you have to be passionate about your work because there are going to be parts of it that you don't like. So you have to find some parts that are going to give you energy and give you joy. There's going to be more episodes on how you think through those passions, particularly how do you think through your negative passions? How do you think about your heartbreak and how do you think about your uh, anger as ways that lead you into calling? Because sometimes those are going to be the most powerful passions to drive your wife of work. So we already talked about passions as your first uh, element of God's vocation and calling on your life. The second uh, as aspect of your calling, the second thing that you need to be paying attention to is 
is your sets of tools. Now, I'm using the word tools in Christian groups that I'm a pastor, and so a lot of times in in Christian communities, we talk about what are your gifts. And gifts are fine as a way of thinking about how God has specially designed you to do certain kinds of work. That's fine. But there's actually more to it than just what are the the gifts that God has given to you. When we think about all the tools that you have in your life that empower you to do great work. So what are some of those things that I'm talking about? First of all, what are you, what are your gifts? What are the things that you're naturally good at? Second of all, what are the talents that you can develop over time? What are the things that if you really put your mind to it, you could become good at that thing? Maybe you're not good at it right now, but if you spend some effort and you spend some time, you can become really good at something new. For students who are choosing a college major, this is the category that your major fits into. Your major is going to be the thing that develops this new talent, this new skill that becomes part of your toolbox. But that's not the only thing that counts as part of your tool. You also have to pay attention to your unique personality. Now, there's lots of tools out there, personality assessments and things like that, that you can use to to figure out what elements of your personality will guide you towards certain kinds of work. But you can also uh, just ask the people around you that know you well, and you probably know yourself well enough to know that certain aspects of your personality will work better with certain jobs rather than other jobs. I've got some uh, resources on how you can uh, figure out what your personality, what your work personality is, and we'll talk about those uh, in depth in later episodes. And then the last thing that you really want to pay attention to with regard to your tools are what are your life experiences? I mean, some folks have these amazingly powerful life experiences. You have uh, this family that really poured into you, or for me, it was uh, a church that had given me uh, a powerful experience of church. I knew what it could be like to have this amazing church community around me, and so that is part of what led me to become a pastor, because I had this experience that... that led me into that. But for other people, these experiences that are really negative, these really hard experiences of your life is actually what's going to guide you and lead you into um, your vocation, your calling. Because sometimes the negative experiences, like uh, a student maybe that experiences as a young person experiences divorce in their family, or maybe if you're an older person, you've personally experienced divorce and you know what that's like now. And then that opens these possibilities for you to share that experience with other people. And that becomes then this tool in your toolbox. It was a negative experience when it happened, but over time it becomes this tool that you get to use in helping other people. So whether we're talking about uh, your personality or your life experiences or the talents and the natural abilities that you have, all of these things together make up your toolbox. Now your toolbox is important because you want to be effective at what you do. Whatever work you spend yourself on, whatever you do, you want to be a, a significant member of that team. It's going to mean that you're more successful in your career. It's going to mean 
mean that you um, feel more confidence in the work that you do. So you don't want to just do any job. You want to do a job. You want to pursue a career that you have some skills to offer the people around you. Now, sometimes your tools, your particular skills might look different than other people who are in that career. So sometimes you you are going to bring something unique. So don't only think about what the talents are of the people who are in that career, but what are the talents that are needed in that field, that are needed in that, um, in that career? And then decide whether you have the tools and the things that that are needed to be able to serve that uh, community. So I've talked about the way that you have to be passionate about your work so that you can sustain through the hard times. I've talked about what your tools are so that you have something to offer the community that you are working and that you're a part of. And here's a part that we often uh, miss. And the third part is, what are the needs around you? So I'm a Christian pastor. So a lot of times when I talk about this, I say this is the part that's really theological. Because how do we know what the world around us needs? Our values and our theology are going to tell us what's broken in the world, what's not working in the world, what needs somebody to to give their life to it. And if you're a Christian, if you're a religious person, a lot of times your faith, for me, that's faith in Jesus Christ and the, and the mission of the church, that's going to guide me and tell me what I should be spending my time on. But for other people, you may not be a religious person, but maybe you have political commitments or maybe you have a certain kind of philosophy about life or how the world works that are, are your set of sort of core values. You want to understand the needs of the world in terms of those core values. You want to understand the needs of the world in terms of your particular uh, understanding of your mission, your life mission in the world. And the reason it's so important that you connect with the needs of the world for your work is because you have to find a sense of purpose in what you do. Nobody wants to go to work every day and feel like the thing that they're doing is meaningless, that nobody would care if it got done or not. You want to contribute to the world in ways that is meaningful for you that you think, oh, this matters. And when I have spent my whole life uh, going, working for this cause in the world, I want to walk away and say, that mattered. What I did made a difference in the world. If you're trying to figure out where God is calling you to serve, then I hope you will check out my book, Find Your Place in God's Mission. It's a step-by-step guide for hearing and claiming God's calling on your life. It's incredibly practical. It's filled with stories like you hear on this show. So check the links in the description for a link to purchase the book. You can also win a copy of the book for free. All you have to do is subscribe to this channel and leave a comment on this video. Tell me what you're passionate about in the comments. That will be your entry. Even if you're watching this video long after we've released it, I give away a a free copy of the book every week to somebody who's commented during that week. So make sure that you subscribe, leave a comment about your passion, and you could win a free copy. Enter as often as you like just by putting a new comment on one of the Find Your Place videos. Click the link in the description to check out the book. So we've talked about three components of calling that I want, you've got to come back to. The first one is, 
what are you passionate about? What are the things that you love to do? What are the things that break your heart or make you angry? Those are going to be a key indicator of what will make you give you the drive to keep working when nothing else uh, is fun about your job. It'll keep you going. The second thing is, what are your tools? What are the, the abilities that you have that you can contribute uh, to the work that you're uh, that you want to do? And then the third thing is, what are your uh, the needs in the world? What is your value? What your values tell you are the needs in the world and how can you make a difference according to how you understand what the world should look like. So what I want you to do right now, I'm going to, if you can go to my website, jeremiahgibbs.com, and you can download a vocation inventory that will help you organize all these thoughts. If that, if you are going to start working through this, uh, this idea, then I want to encourage you to go to my website. Links are in the description. That will take you and you can download uh, an inventory that will help you start to sort through uh, some of these ideas. What are you going to do when you start to fill out this inventory? I want you to go through the inventory and begin to fill out what are the passions that I have, what are the needs of the world, and what are the tools that I have to be able to offer to it. Once you've got those things together, you're going to go through a process of aligning and finding intersections between your passions, between the tools that you have, and the needs of the world. I often say that God calls us at the place where our tools intersect with our passions at the point of the world's need. So we're going to look for how do our passions intersect with our tools at the point of the world's need. And that's going to be the place that God is calling you to work and to spend yourself in the world. So how are we going to do that? You're going to look through um, that vocation inventory as you fill it out, as you fill out your passions and, and the areas on there. I want you to find a connection between two of those points on the inventory. You're going to find a passion that meets up with some need in the world. You're going to say, man, there's this need in the world uh, for for kids to get an education, and and I really love children. So, so my passion for kids lines up with this need that uh, kids have to, to have good teachers, right? So once we've discovered a passion that lines up with some need in the world, then we simply need to ask, what are the tools that I have to contribute to that thing? So maybe I love kids, but maybe I don't actually think of myself as a very good teacher. Um, Maybe that's a skill that I can I can add to my toolbox. So I might choose to study that in school or to, to study that as a college major because now I'm adding a tool to my toolbox to align with the passion and the needs that I've already identified. Or I might say, I've identified this passion and I've identified this need what are the tools that I have? Maybe I don't have the obvious tools, but maybe I have some other set of tools that will help me to understand how we can, can do that well. So whatever part of this vocation inventory that you are able to find alignment, if you're able to find alignment between two of those areas that we've been talking about, then all you have to do is go out and seek and find that third area. And how is that third area going to align with the other? Two. And when you found the intersection of all three of them, you've discovered God's calling on your life. Because God's calling is found at the intersection of your tools and your passion at the point of the world's need.
I hope that that's helpful in helping you discover God's mission for your life and helping you find your place. If this kind of uh, information is helpful for you, if you'd like to hear stories of how other people have done this, then I encourage you to subscribe to this video, uh, subscribe to this channel, and like the video so that you can begin to discover uh, more videos like it that will help you to find your place as well. Oh,